Welcome to Founder Fridays on Evolve, where we interview founders about the startups they are building to push the world to evolve. Welcome to Founder Fridays on Evolve. Today, I have Bryce Fender, founder of William Invest, a social startup that works with community healthcare organizations to provide housing to consumers um, experiencing substance abuse, mental illness, and chronic veteran homelessness. So welcome to the podcast, Bryce. Cool. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really looking forward to our discussion. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about you and what makes you passionate about doing this. So, um, you know, I, I grew up right outside of Wilmington, Delaware. And if you Google Wilmington right now, and I still live in Wilmington, um, you'll, you'll find some headlines that say it's not the most positive city to be in. And growing up, I was really confused as to there's a lot of really great things going on, but why aren't people hearing about that? And, you know, um, at the same time, you know, me and my two of my childhood friends, we, um, we got to college and after, you know, years of talking about trying to start a business, we came upon an opportunity. You know, there's a whole bunch of vacant and abandoned properties and there's a whole bunch of people, uh, families, individuals, veterans that need housing. Um, there's resources to help have the housing. So we just put these two together, founded Wilminvest almost three years ago. So that just, you know, the want to make the world a better place or, or you know, more specifically, our town is really what drives us every day. Yeah, absolutely. And you started to touch on it a little bit, but what's the big problem that you guys are solving? Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we did a lot of research in the beginning. We found that, uh, like, I, I believe it was in 2011, don't quote me on that, University of, Pennsylvania, University of Pennsylvania actually proved, and I mean, it's kind of intuitive, like where there are more vacant, boarded up, abandoned properties, there's more crime. Mm. So that's just one side of the issue. You know, in Wilmington right now, there's 1,700 vacant houses that nobody really oh. knows what to do with. Um, yeah, but at the same time, according to the Corporation for Supportive Housing, which is a national organization that aggregates data in this space, 7,515 individuals, families, veterans, as we've said before, are in you know need of more stable housing. Right. So we take these two problems together. We buy the vacant properties. We fix them up using our internal network of property managers and tradesmen to fix them up. And then once they're fixed up, we work with various nonprofit and governmental organizations to expand, approve upon, and really, you know, de- determine what a landlord's role is in what is called supportive housing. Mm-hmm. Now, before we go forward, I probably should describe what exactly supportive housing is. So supportive housing is one of HUD's programs or one of HUD's models that a lot of different governmental and, again, nonprofit organizations use to treat um, homelessness. And it's essentially, you know, um, the, the organizations, they'll find a landlord that they, that they lease the prop they, they lease the property from. So the organization needs a house to then put in their, their clients, their, you know, the, the folks that need housing. So the clients are moving the house and every day the support services will come to them rather than they have to go to the support services. So eventually after a couple of months, the individuals, families, veterans are ready to move out of the house and then more people can come in. So it's called permanent supportive housing because the house is permanent to the program and the organization. Right. Okay. And so what kind of traction have you guys been getting? Has it been a successful program? And then what kind of revenue are you making from it? Yeah. So, um, it, it, you know, I mean, I'm sure anybody, anybody that's been in startups knows that, uh, especially as we just graduated from college, um, Joel and myself, um, we went to University of Delaware and Demetrius, he went to University of Pennsylvania. We, um, the hardest part was really, you know, at the end of the day, getting funding. 
Um, you know, it took us, we worked with our respective schools to really get the business model down and to craft like our story. Cause we, we met in middle school, as I said before, right. it, we, we took a lot of time to get the story down, make the right relationships and actually say, okay, is this business model actually feasible? Once we had a solidified pitch and model, we traveled to Minnesota, Philadelphia, you know, we stayed right here in Wilmington. I went out to California, um, you know, but it took us about a year and a half to actually land funding, which was actually at the awesome next gen summit up in New York city. Mm-hmm. So that resulted in the purchase of three homes, three vacant properties in the city of Wilmington. We worked to get them fixed up. And then we actually entered into an, a partnership with the state of Delaware to help improve upon and expand their you know housing programs because the state like let us know that they had a problem with the landlords they've been working with in the past the landlords were in it for an economic return right, right. but at the same time we recognized there were there was that there's a need for a social return in the market right. so yeah that's that's essentially the that's that's what we realized was needed to improve the program so so now about a month ago three families moved in and it's, it's, it's real estate. We call it social impact real estate investing. But at the end of the day, the business model is real estate. So we're receiving monthly rents for the, for the houses. Yeah. And so from those three houses, what sort of uh, potential growth do you see in terms of, you know, getting other houses in the future? Yeah. So really this was, um, if, if, if you read any, you know, it's like Steve Blank is like sort of what our school taught us in evidence-based entrepreneurship. This was our minimum viable, but minimum viable product. This was our pilot to prove that this could actually work and actually happen. So we're working with our state partners to see, you know, how much did this new model save the state of Delaware and taxpayer money going forward? Because, you know, the the state needed more housing, period. Right. And rather than treating families with other sorts of services, rather than not having a house, you could compare that against what we're able to provide. So we take those numbers and um, we're able to take those numbers and take it to other investors and say, okay, we really think we're onto something in the form of, you know, helping expand supportive housing positively. So we just opened up our second round of funding to um, get, you know, more houses. So it's, it's been a lot of fun going forward. What gives your company the competitive edge compared to other social housing companies or programs? So, yeah, um, like I said before, you know, we, we talked about the economic return versus mm-hmm. the social return. And um, in the past, we've and uh, in the past we've seen some landlords kind of come in this space and see it. I mean, it is real estate. You know, that's that's what that's what you know was you know wanted from some investors. It's simply a economic return. But um, we're able to actually take that and justify it with a social return because the way we've actually set up our model and our program is that for the families that move into our homes, it's not just simply a it's not just simply a place they can go and stay. You know right then there's the path out you know there's they're saying you know we have other partners that if you know once you pass at our pro once you pass our program you can move on and go go live in other housing so that's we're able to provide that clear social impact part because we are just as involved and just as motivated and committed for the, to invest in the success of our tenants mm-hmm. from getting into more stable housing situations whether that be home ownership or, or, you know, just simply a more stable rental, you just right. improve family situations going forward. Yeah, for sure. Well, where can uh, people get involved with this? So people can get involved at Wilminvest.com or follow us on any of our social media channels at Wilminvest. Um, you know, we're, we, if anybody lives in Wilmington and you know, as we buy more houses, we're always looking for more help to help fix them up. 
But um, really, we, we post on our social media channels to let everybody know what's going on and how our developing has been going. Um, yeah, and we, we get the question a lot, if, if you can bring this to another city. We yeah. really want to get the model down well in Wilmington before we go around and start to, um, start to you know, make this happen other places, which of course we want to do eventually, but we really want to get a, a solidified and a really good different model going before we do anything like that. But anyway, I mean, we're on all social media channels. We're on, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that. Awesome. Well, uh, what's one of the biggest struggles that you're having right now in the business? So the biggest struggle that we are having right now in the business is it would, it would probably be getting more properties actually, you know, the, hmm. the funding it's, it's, we know it's there and that's just a matter of us working harder to get them, but it's, it's a bit difficult to, you know, real estate's real estate. Like I keep saying that it's this yeah. big market, you know, and we're trying to identify who is selling houses and who's not, and how can we really get into these houses for, for a good enough price to be able to give that, them the drastic renovations that they actually need. So identifying that and going through all the different channels and steps to actually have that happen has been, that's been, it's, it is, it's been, I mean, Hey, not saying it's impossible, but it's definitely just something that we're aware of that we need to be, be sure to, you know, work really hard at. Absolutely. And then what about you as a founder? What are you struggling with um, going through the startup phase? It's, it's just getting real. And it's like, it's mm-hmm. kind of just mind boggling every single day that, you know, we just moved into an office space. And this has been something we've been talking about for the past, well, something we've been doing for the past two and a half years. And we're really starting to see the fruits of the labor come. And it's just kind of just mind blowing that this is actually happening. We're actually, we actually have tenants and it's just about, you know, focusing down and balancing other aspects of my life because it's, it's, you know, I mean, anybody that does entrepreneurship will tell you that, I mean, yeah, there's a work-life balance, but there's a, a blend of, you know, it all sorts, it all mixes together. And how can you as an entrepreneur be able to juggle everything going on in your life, especially as the venture is scaling and repeating over and over again and things are going, you know, unfortunately going very fortunately well for us. It's, um, it's, it's been a lot of fun figuring out how to, how to craft that great work-life balance. Yeah, it's been a very exciting both and a anxiety-inducing time all at the same time. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. But I mean, hey, it's, 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 it's a rush, you know, and I like it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And if any of you guys want to join in on the conversation, have any advice, for these guys on their startup, leave a comment down below and uh, let's get this out to more people and get this um, in front of people that can help them. So thank you so much, Bryce, for coming on the show. Sure. No, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have some advice for these founders or know somebody that should be featured on here? Then shoot an email over to brandon at brandonstover.com. Until next time, my friends, keep evolving.